Hello again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand podcast episode with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk all about social consumerism and the impact that it has on our mind, body, soul, as well as our fight and flight tendencies. So social consumerism is a term that I just made up. I don't know if it's a legit thing out there. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Maybe a new psychological term, right? Wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. Now, typical consumerism, like materialism, is where we are consuming the materials in our reality, buying shit on Amazon, stuffing our shelves with things. For me personally, I am a consumerism of art and utility. Those are kind of the two categories. And to be honest, I love to consume, but only certain things in particular, other than food, because I really do love food. But I love art. I love traditional forms of art. I love graphic forms of art. I love sculpture art. Like, I'm an artist, but I love art. (laughs) I just love it so much. So there's that. And then the other thing that I like to consume is utility. This is what I call utility. Uh, For me anyway, anything that serves a purpose or multiple purposes, I consider utility. So say, for example, you know, I have crystals on my desk. Yes, they look beautiful, but they actually have jobs to do. They actually do things and not just, you know, look beautiful. So I consider crystals utility. Same thing with plants. Plants look beautiful. They give a certain energy and frequency to the room and to the house, but they are also oxygen-bearing devices, right? So they are utility. So I love utility things because it's useful, right? So I'm not going to hate on consumerism, but I just kind of want to maybe just talk a little bit about consumerism and the way that it's really switched. Now, we can all say that consumerism has increased, You know, we could blame Instagram accounts and influencers for that. I mean, some of the largest influencers out there are just because they have money. Like it's it's such a, in my mind anyway, a grotesque awareness of humanity. It's like, oh, I've got a Rolls Royce and a Benz and a Gucci purse, (laughs) all the other things, right? And they have millions and millions and millions of followers. And it blows my mind because it's just promoting more consumerism. And consumerism, I believe, promotes anxiety and depression and restlessness and unhappiness because if we focus purely on the physical material world, then we are really missing a huge aspect of this reality, which is the frequency, the energy behind this world. So that's one aspect of consumerism is maybe the the Instagram accounts. But then on kind of like an average everyday basis, there is a technologically driven aspect of consumerism as well. We have Black Friday, I think it's called. Uh, We have like 
Boxing Day sales, you know, whatever the holiday is, it just prompts and promotes more buying of shit, more consumerism. And then the other aspect of consumerism, material consumerism, is Amazon, right? I am a huge Amazon fan, and one of my biggest questions being on this property in the middle of nowhere in Canada is, will Amazon deliver? Which is really funny that that was one of my main questions. And they do, actually. So it's either drive 45 minutes to the nearest, you know, Canadian Tire or Home Depot, or get it Amazon Prime in two days. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So it's, it's very convenient. So one aspect of Amazon shopping is, wow, every time you get a package, you get the, the endorphins, you get the serotonin, the dopamine hits, right, of like opening this package. And so one aspect of that is, I find anyway that there isn't really a lot of impulse buy in Amazon for me anyway because impulse buys are really the trigger of the seeing the object on the shelf, checking out the price, maybe picking it up in your hand, creating a visceral experience with it and saying, well, this wasn't on my list. I wasn't going to buy this, but now that it's in front of me, I think I need this. And you put it in your cart. Whereas Amazon, I don't know about you guys, but the things that I deem unnecessary, you know, sometimes I'll buy duct tape or uh, crazy glue or, you know, foam padding for my studio. And those are specific things that I look for. That's not a, an impulse buy. And, and the other things that I don't necessarily need, I'll leave in my Amazon cart. I'll come back to a couple of days later and I'll deem all of those things unnecessary and I'll move on, right? So that's kind of the glory of online shopping as well, is what I find is that there's far less, you really just get what you search for. So there's kind of pros and cons, I guess, to this new age of technology and consumerism. The consumerism that worries me, which is part of my own version of that kind of consumerism, like I see those habit patterns in myself. I don't know where you guys are at with this, but I want to just kind of have voice my concern with my own behavior. So the real consumerism that's kind of turning hands right now is social consumerism. This is just, once again, my own term. And I would define social consumerism as consuming content across social media platforms, whether it be Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or, you know, Pinterest or what, I don't know, whatever your things are that you enjoy. And I find myself in this really bad habit of just scrolling for days, you know? And I used to be really, like, honestly judgmental and disgusted at my ex who would do that hours upon hours upon hours a day. I'm like, you are wasting your precious time by just scrolling uh, in this black hole of nothingness. You haven't gained anything. You haven't learned anything. Uh, you haven't done anything with your valuable time on this planet. Uh, you're just consumed. Now, unfortunately, I feel like whatever happened in the past couple of years, I'm now in this realm of doing that. Now, I want to mention something that I've noticed in my own life, all right, is that when I was really busy, like busy with clients every day, busy with uh, managing my own uh, social media platforms, managing my website, like I was doing 
everything in my business from start to finish, billings, invoicings, da da da. I mean, you name it, I was doing it. And I was so overwhelmed by everything that I was doing that I used platforms like television, Netflix, YouTube to, and, and always usually like, Maybe it's a cult documentary or some sort of homeless docu-series, or I really love, maybe not necessarily current affairs, but personally, I just love observing humanity, psychology documentaries, true crime, love true crime stuff, right? The psychology behind the human. So those are the kind of things that I consume my time with. The things that are literally nails on a chalkboard for me are any sort of content within my field. I can barely watch my own freaking content. And I think the reason why is it feels repetitive and redundant. And sometimes if I stumble across someone else's video, you know, obviously I just stay away from all of that external content, but none of it resonates with me either. Like I, it's just, it doesn't literally make me, it makes me feel sick to consume any other content in these areas of interest. So my content that I consume are, yes, engaging, thought-provoking content, but what I found when I was really busy is that that content would neutralize my mind. It would neutralize my energy. So even though it might be terrorism or, you know, something that's kind of devastating, because it was so not connected to my field of interest, I didn't really have a reaction to it, if that makes sense. So I found that content in the past was pretty neutralizing for me. It was a way for me to decompress from my day. And I think a lot of us can actually agree with that statement. Nowadays, though, I have a lot more free time. I have an amazing team. I'm doing a lot less work in those areas. I'm still doing tons of work, but uh, I'm way more free with my schedule and my time. And with that extra leisurely hour in the morning or hour in the evening, I find that I'm freaking scrolling through Instagram, mostly Instagram reels, I guess maybe because they're pushed, but just these viral videos, just these basic, funny, sometimes pet-oriented, you know, entertaining videos, right? And, uh... Same thing. I don't learn anything from them. I don't gain access to anything. You know, there's there's really no benefit, but there's also no reaction to these videos either. But, you know, an hour goes by and you think to yourself, I could have done anything else with that hour and felt good about it. So, your family thinks you're crazy. Your emotions are all over the place. Your body is hurting. And... It really feels like you're dying. Well, don't worry. You're not dying. You're just waking up is actually the title of my recently published book, which details all of the stages and steps during your awakening. Just search Elizabeth April in the search bar and you will find my book on Amazon in every country today. It is time to question your reality and wake up to infinite possibilities. So why is this? Why are we doing this? Okay, here's my theory. Right now, in humanity, in this current kind of state of humanity, of a lot of projection and fear and chaos frequency, our fight or flight triggers 
are basically so overstimulated that we are resorting to other dynamics that help neutralize us. So are you either going to wallow and spiral out in this crazy chaos of fear and what-ifs and questions about the state of humanity? Or are you going to scroll on some cat videos and have a good laugh about a, a cat licking the eyeball of another cat or whatever, okay? So I feel like social consumerism is an aspect of a coping mechanism. That is just simply the observation that I've had within myself. Now, I, I want to give you a bit of a, maybe a piece of homework, maybe a bit of advice. So I still find that I do this way too often. So I do have that push and pull in my own life. But I also surrender to it when I feel the need to do it in understanding that it does help me unravel, neutralize, relax, you know, in between things without any sort of stimulation. Because even hopping on to watch a true crime thing is an aspect of stimulation. Scrolling through funny 15-second videos, you know, and some of the videos I can relate to my friends and family members and I share them and whatever, you know, those, those are pretty neutralizing for me anyway. So if you resonate with what I've been talking about and you're kind of in my same shoes and you kind of have a bit of a push and pull as well, here's what I recommend. Here is the best way to go about doing things. And actually, before I go into this, I just want to mention as well that as we raise our vibrational frequency, as the world begins to shift, as the chaos begins to ebb and flow a little bit and ease off a little bit, we are going to feel much more confident in not distracting ourselves and really being present all the time. So just know that this phase that you're in and you're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm the same too, EA. You know, I get frustrated at myself for wasting so much time, but I also still go back to it. So it will get better is basically what I've channeled. And this is a coping mechanism, and it's not, it's not a bad thing in, in some regards. So just keep that in mind, all right? Try not to have resistance around it. Here's what I recommend, though. Here's a little bit of work on top of the distraction, on top of the neutralizing. When you wake up in the morning, when you're in the middle of your day, when you're about to hop into a meeting, what, what, no matter what you are doing throughout your day, if you feel a sense of unease or dis-ease or anxiety or whatever that feeling may be that creeps up into you, I want you to take a moment in the middle of your moments and I want you to tune in with yourself. Ask yourself, hey Elizabeth, hey Sarah, hey Charlie, are you okay? What's going on with you? Check in with yourself. I want you to deep dive into that unease, deep dive into the depression, deep dive into the questioning, deep dive into the, the gut reaction that you have. Really listen to yourself. A lot of the time when we feel these sort of things, we choose to distract ourselves. Maybe through materialism, maybe through physical consumerism or social consumerism. So, Take the time to be aware of the sensations in your body and navigate them by asking those important questions. 
How are you? Where is this coming from? Why do you feel this way? How can I support you? When you find yourself going to social consumerism and there really isn't any sort of reaction or feeling or nervousness in you whatsoever, that's fine. Just be aware of it. Just understand that you're unraveling. Maybe ask yourself, is there anything else that I can do within this next hour that will have the same effect? What else do you need? Maybe it's a journaling session. Maybe it's a quick meditation. Maybe it's hopping in the bath, right? But there are other ways that you can get that vibration and frequency. So really keeping that in mind as well. Once you understand, oh, I feel anxious because of this meeting coming up, you don't need to distract yourself. The awareness of the thing itself will actually neutralize that frequency. And you will notice that you have more energy and you will be more productive without pushing yourself to be more productive. Why? Because you are listening. It's okay to be in this place because we are navigating the frequencies and the energies of the world. And that's a lot. And you'll, you'll notice too, maybe you can move that energy into something creative, you know, something fun. I, I want to mention one more thing too. I guess the other aspect of consumerism that I rarely talk about or think about, but I definitely participate in, is like food consumerism as well. I feel like a lot of us do things through boredom. And I learned a long time ago that boredom is a very key and necessary step to creation, creativity, artistic tendencies. And that's when we actually solve a lot of things. That's why right before you go to sleep, you're laying in bed and your mind is rambling on and on about all these things that you have to do that you didn't do that maybe you should write down, but I don't want to write down because I'm too tired. You know, all of that. It's because it's finally the only moment in your entire day where you've allowed yourself to do nothing. If you allowed yourself to do nothing more often, rather than always filling the void with something then you will hash out brilliant ideas, you will hash out junk ideas, you will unravel the thoughts going on in your mind. You will clear space for brighter and better opportunities within the mind. So just keep that in mind. (laughs) And other than that, just don't punish or hate on yourself for your behavior. Understand where it's coming from, neutralize it, love yourself through all of it, And realize that you're not alone and there shouldn't be any expectations on yourself for being some sort of, you know, old soul or starseed. You are doing everything that you need to be doing. And the most important thing is that you're here. That is the most important. Thank you, as always, for being here. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel on YouTube, just Elizabeth April. Check out my Instagram handle, elizabeth.april. I'm also on Facebook, but also be sure to check out my website, elizabethapril.com, for my courses, podcasts, blogs, socials, membership page, and everything else, EA. For now, keep up the good work, keep up the high vibes, and as always, I will see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency. (laughs) 